Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Goal Line Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Schieffer, also known as No Huddle NFL on TikTok and Instagram. That is No Huddle NFL with no capitals and no spaces. Also available on Twitter at No Huddle NFL with an underscore at the end. That is, again, at No Huddle NFL with an underscore at the end. There is no capitals and no spaces in that either. So, I initially made a three-hour-long podcast that I was going to upload today with a guest, Geek, and he did a great job. And I was thinking to myself, you know, why not, instead of uploading a three-hour-long episode, upload something way more digestible. Split the episode in half and upload each part a little bit after each other and just have people listen to those both instead. So this is recorded after I recorded that entire episode. So the segment that you're listening to right now is actually recorded like a couple hours after I finished recording that entire thing. So if you enjoy this episode and it kind of sounds like it occurred later in a recording, it's because it did. And you should check out the other part of the recording that was uploaded right before this. I hope that you all enjoy Again, I'm Patrick Cipher, and I have my guest, The Geek Slays on. He does a great job. He also makes great content. I highly recommend checking him out. I hope that you all enjoy the episode, and yeah, that's about it. I want to go over the easiest schedules relatively quickly. Yes. So I- I'm I just going to say my three, and tell me if there's any overlap. We'll go over any teams that we have an over- overlap for first. Okay. I have Packers three, Colts two, Saints one. So I have Saints 1, Colts 2, and, oh, yeah, overlap is tough there because a lot of my, the Niners actually are the non-overlappy division team that is next on my list. Why is that? That's just entirely based off of, like, what I said earlier there. So there's forecasted win total. It's just... It's just, no, there are they are the tenth easiest schedule. Like they're top ten, but they are tenth in the easy schedule. The Packers are twelfth, so they're very similar. Mm-hmm. But like every team above that, oh no, the Lions, the Lions are above. Yeah, them. NFC we'll go North, the Lions. They're easy. Well, it's because yeah. the NFC North is playing the NFC North. Yeah, that's true. But like Saints, Falcons, Panthers are your top yeah, three they easiest are going schedules. To... So like whatever. The Saints are so mid. Yeah. But they're going to make the playoffs because their schedule is easy. I and it is going to uh, piss me off. I don't think so. But maybe, but I don't think so. Well, in the in the NFC, even if they don't win the People division, are too high on the Saints. Well, I think they're the worst team in that the division. Uh, I'm trying to think. So, Falcons, I think, are better. Panthers are Panthers a better, are better. We'll have to see how Bryce Young works, but he's Bryce Young. so I Buccaneers think are worse than them. I don't know if they are. They both suffer the same issue. You know, their best players are just old. But I would yeah, still take but old. They're they're Bucks old players. good players are like DeMario the, Davis is old. He's still a very good off ball linebacker. Yeah, but Levante David is better. <laughs> At the same position. Uh I don't know. I do. I... I I think so anyway. Are you like but... strong on that opinion? Because yeah, I, I don't think it's, so. It's pretty close, but like that's the other thing. If that's close. Uh, the Saints interior D-line might as well be me. Vita Vea exists. The edge yeah, well, rushers are better. In even Tampa. if it's direct the corners okay. outside of 
and they both have the better. same head coach, pretty much. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, basically, they both have and defensive coordinator that has no business being a head coach. Basically, and I don't know. I think they are I the like same Derek team. Carr, but give me, give me. They're Baker the same team, but the Saints fire. don't want to commit to a rebuild. That and the Buccaneers have committed. Other than they're pretending to be competitive because they don't have any money. Well, that that's like, why I think the Saints don't are better guys. because the Saints are more. The Saints have clearly built more to at least attempt to win now. See, have they though? I mean, if they Other didn't than, want to do that, why would they bring in Derek Carr? Right, but Carr, but Baker, and I don't know. When you're looking at teams with well, not a Baker, lot of talent, Baker is like he's young, and I guess he has offside. Even though I don't, he's think got they're, more they're fire gonna... than Carr. Which, when your team is not good, the better leader, he more fire gets his teammates to want to play. Guy is gonna make you better. Okay, Carr That's doesn't true. do that. Car- and I love Derek Carr. Well, yeah, he does, feel- he's not that type of Car- leader. Carr is so weird. Carr is underratedly inconsistent. Like yes. he's not inconsistent in the sense that some years he's just going to absolutely be dog shit. No, he's going to quiet. He's, he's going to quietly be like kind of shitty though. See, but not really. Everyone's talking about how bad Derek Carr was last year. Statistically, he was better than the year before. Well, yeah, but. The year before, and even just the watching team him on died off him. Right. I don't agree with that. The year before, last year, yeah, he was, he, like, the team depended on him. Yeah, absolutely. Meanwhile, last year, he had Devontae, and he looked worse. He didn't, though. Not really. If you go back and just purely watch the film, it's not him. It's the fact that Derek Carr, in his career, he's getting scapegoated, for the fact that he's never had a defense ranked above 22nd in the league. Mm-hmm. They had a bottom five defense last year and expected Derek Carr behind a shitty O-line to get them somewhere. I still can't believe Derek Carr actually carried that Raiders team to the playoffs. With I can't. Bisakia. Because no, Derek Carr is that fucking dude. Carr is like a guy at times, but then sometimes he's not. If we get that guy... Yeah. And let's say that Mike oh, yeah. Thomas get, stays healthy. If we get 2021 car, it's game over. And They're then what if Michael division. Thomas stays healthy? I don't know if that matters. I, you're right. I mean, that's we not, saw Devontae, so well, no, that's you, also true. <laughs> wait, you think you think no. if Michael Thomas is healthy, it won't matter? Devontae existed last year, and it didn't. And Devontae is better at everything. Oh, okay. That's so. true. That's true. But like, it Michael is all Thomas reliant is like, on which car we get. The yeah. like super accurate just guy, or the that was his bigger issue last year is the inaccuracy on some of the wide open stuff. And also, I literally watched that one of the games it. where Matt I Collins think I'm thinking four straight touchdowns. I think I'm thinking about too many of the plays where Derek Carr just missed a wide open guy. And there were those the year before, but I think part of the issue were the amount of plays this year that weren't his fault, like the Mac Hollins. I watched in one series drop three touchdowns. First down, second down, third down were all deep shots to Mac Hollins that hit him in the chest, and he dropped all three. They were all touch. It's like, dude, what is Carr supposed to do? Yeah. Like, some of that, because you can't only throw to Devontae much as you love him or hate him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, the Saints are 
the Saints might not be a great team, but because their schedule is the easiest, they probably yeah. won't win the division. But I could see them sneaking in as a seven seed. I just could. because of the easiness of their to. schedule. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone wants. I to. just want to assume that their defense, because it's so old, I don't is even think regress. Dennis Allen wants to. <laughs> I think Dennis Allen is like afraid to quit. I think but he like, wants he, to get fired wants, so he can go be yeah, a good defensive coordinator. He wants coordinator to go back to being else. a good defensive coordinator. Exactly. Yeah. And hey, he brought in the quarterback that he got fired with before. So let's go. All right. So let's move on to the seven most excited games. Oh, yeah. What what's your number seven? Oh fuck. Um Oh, do you have these down? Or should I, I had a on? list, but go through yours and then I'll go through mine because I gotta All right. pull my list back up. Number seven. I have the Jets at the Browns week seventeen. I am the only person. I know I'm the only person. Yeah, that's, am I the only oof. person? That's you've gotta be. Because I don't I, think the Browns are a playoff team. I now, watched this Deshaun Watson look this awful depends. all year last year. Yes, this depends on that. However, I like to think, you know, with the full off season, and even w- whether you like Deshaun Watson or not, sure, with a full off season with Elijah Moore. <laughs> and I, I know. <laughs> Did you hear what you just said? I no, I, I do think Elijah Moore is a legit asset. I don't think he's like a stud, but I think he's an asset. I do. I actually really like what the Browns have done this offseason. I, I, I'm, am I a Browns like defender all of a sudden? Apparently. I guess Apparently. so. Listen, there, there's always like one team every year. But last year, that team was, the, uh, but I guess a lot of people are high on the Eagles. So I guess I can't really say that. Yeah, I was going to say I predicted them to be in the Super Bowl during training camp. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm not as special as I thought. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I also got a lot of hate for that, but I'm well, a big oh, Jalen Hurts guy because I'm I'm an Oklahoma fan, oh. so Hurts is my boy. Yeah. Um, so so is Baker and Kyler. That's just how that goes. Uh, like I know Baker's not that good. That's not the point. But again, yeah. With this, I I know I'm like the only person ever to be excited about this game. Jets yeah. and Browns, but. I mean, we all know how good the Jets are. I'm hoping that that doesn't shock people. However, I yeah. think the Jets are getting overrated at the moment. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, are you saying that they're a Super Bowl like contender? I would say so. Eh. They're easily the best team in the AFC East. I almost said North. Lull. <laughs> We're running low at time at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't want to like start this. I'm just, I'm just, I'll, I'll do it the easy way. Jets roster miles better than Bills roster. Just look at it. The actual roster itself. The Bills roster is not that good, especially when you consider their some of their best players have not played good in three years. I'm going to Trey plug White, my podcast guy. on my own podcast. There you go. Uh, I think it was I had Jay Powell NFL Jackson Powers. Yeah, on. yeah. Uh, and we talked about the Rogers trade there. If you want my logic on why I don't think the Jets are a Super Bowl contender, I do think that they're probably going to make, like, AFC Championship divisional round type stuff. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Watch that. Listen to that. That's I'm plugging my own podcast on my podcast because I'm allowed to do that. I'm the host. I can do that. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, the Browns. Listen. (laughs) 
I know they're the Browns, and I know Deshaun Watson <laughs> played like shit. This is completely depending on Deshaun Watson not playing like shit. Maybe not playing like an elite quarterback, but not playing like shit. And this is week 17. So, like, this is a team I expect to be – both of these teams I expect to be, like, in tough division races. Whether or not the Browns make it, I'm not sure. But if they don't make it, I think they're going to be, like, the eight. Ooh. Like, just barely outside of it. I know there's disagreement there. But, yeah. listen, you got – in terms of this matchup, I just want to see what Rodgers does with playoff seating on the line and – no one's going to be able to block Miles Garrett here. I don't think, I honestly don't think Mekhi Becton could stay healthy. And even if he does, we don't real like, we still don't really know what Mekhi Becton is because he right. keeps getting hurt. Right. And that's really just, I want to see Aaron Rodgers constantly under pressure with playoffs on the line because we know he could do good stuff under pressure. We know he can. And for me, that's more of what this is about. And I think these are two teams I had close to each other, and now I know you're going to disagree with this because I was high on the Browns, and I know a lot of people will, but I had them pretty close to each other on my power in. Whoa. Yeah. Again, it's kind of just like depending on Deshaun Watson being that guy, and I kind of See, think and will. even then, I still struggle because their receivers are still bad outside of Amari Cooper. I disagree. Be as high on Elijah because... as you want. He's never proven he can even be a wide receiver three, and he's going to be a wide receiver two. Well, People's Jones never. is mid. You're saying and... never, but yeah. Co- year... college four years ago doesn't count. No, no, I, I know. His rookie <laughs> year, when Zach Wilson looked like a franchise quarterback in that like late-season stretch, and then, what's his name? OC for the Jets last year. Uh, yeah. I'm I know who you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah, he was a shitter, is the point. And yeah. I guess he didn't like him. But I I didn't see anything that makes me not like him. So, I, I like Elijah more until I have a reason not to. Simple as that. Sure. If it was I mean, he hasn't played a ton of games, but if I'm it not. If was an offensive coordinator that I had respect for, not putting him on the field, then it's a different story. But this sure. was, once again, forgetting his name. Yeah, I but can't he was remember bad. either, but yeah. We know he was bad. Yeah. And that's kind yeah. of what this comes down to. Yeah. So I, I like fair, Elijah I Moore here. I think Elijah Moore and that offense with Amari Cooper, with Deshaun Watson, that offensive line, Nick fucking Chubb. Okay, for number seven then, because I'm going to hit mine real quick. I'm sure we're not going to have to talk the about only, this. Hold on. The only problem that I have with week with this game is Thursday night football. Ew. Yes. Okay, continue. Okay. Yeah. Give me, for number seven, give me goat versus baby goat. Jets Chiefs. I want goat versus baby goat because I think this will be incredible. As someone that isn't so bad, as someone that isn't like extremely high on the Jets, once again, yeah, no, dude. But again, if Rodgers versus Mahomes and the the Jets defense is good and the Chiefs isn't, so like, I just want to see this this QB duel because I think it's going to be awesome. I mean, again, I'm the I'm the worst person to talk about this game because I will make yeah. it sound much worse than it is. Like, I, I think the Jets are a good team, and I think the Jets 
I wonder if Jets have, are like have one of the like best records in the entire NFL because they. Right. I think Rodgers is a really good like regular season guy, and I think he's just a good quarterback in general. And they're the type of team I see just blowing up in the regular season and then just kind of dying off in the postseason. Yeah, it's all right. You're a hater. I get it. <laughs> this is like the only team that I like. Which is I, valid. The After the draft, guy. that's that's ba- it was bad process, so it's all valid. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe if, I don't like their offensive line. Like, I'm gonna. I don't like their offensive line. I don't like their offense really. I think it's Ro- interesting I, that you like the Browns, but not the Jets, when the Browns are worse at every position except running back. Offensive line for the Browns is way better. Except it's not. Jedrick Will sucked last year. Their guards sucked. Their centers, uh, not their gu- Joel, not both Joel, Joel. Antonio was great. Yeah. Uh, and Wyatt Teller was bad. Oh, Wyatt Wyatt Teller got hurt last year. Yeah. But their guards are good. Jedrick Will sucked. Their right tackle sucked, and they lost their center. So their guards are good. Do you have confidence in Wipler at all? Even as like a day one guy, Maybe. even if it's late in the season, I like him. Maybe, but again, with. Like, if we're talking about straight up against the Jets, I'm sorry. The, the Jets' interior D-line's too good. So, like, yeah, it's cool you got good guards, but, like, it's not going to matter. And your tackles are so bad that, yeah, Carl Lawson and uh, that one. They also, added, they also added DeWand, who I don't think he'll have a huge impact this year. And even if he starts, like, he's the guy who it's okay if he's bad. We kind of expect that. Yeah. We're developing him. So if yeah. he ends up on the field, that just means cool. He showed something. But, but then like, again, assuming Deshaun Watson at least goes somewhat close to what he once was. Yeah, but we've seen Deshaun Watson can't carry a bad team. He led the NFL in every think, passing stat. If you want to say, if you want to say they're he not, cannot carry a if bad you want to say they're I'm not, not close to the bad, Jets, but I don't think I don't roster think. construction they're not as good as the Jets. And has Deshaun Watson ever had this run game? Yes. Maybe uh, my brain doesn't remember years. Hold no, on. I, I. What What are you thinking? At least, did he not have one of Arian Foster's years? He had a, no. He had Arian Foster, but was this? Was it? It was more of Arian Foster and what he could do pass catching wise. Am I correct in saying no. that? Arian Foster was that dude. Well, Hold no, I, I know. He was very but good. I, 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 I also might be shot. wrong about years. Also, I don't know what. Uh, well, not my my year. life, I knew Arian Foster was like a stud. Twenty eighteen, Houston. Like the... Who did they have? Am I on drugs? I'm on drugs. He did not have a a good Arian Foster year. Arian was uh, one year pre, and then like his rookie year, but Watson only played like three games because he got hurt. So, yeah, I mean. Again, I'm higher on the Browns than most, so that's why I have yeah, that seven. That's fair. And I'm lower on the Jets than most, and that's why I don't love your seven. But again, fair. I'm the weird one here. So yeah, well, and, yeah. and I'm just it's the quarterback battle. I love I love a good yeah, quarterback I get battle. That. What's your six? I, I guess we'll do this like snake wise. Yeah, we'll just kind of, and we'll just move past it pretty quickly. Yeah. Honestly, it's gonna be a division rivalry game, which is gonna get me booed out of the building, especially no, by you. Because I'm in, I'm still intrigued by this game also. Jets? Jets, Bills, the late season one. Give me the battle for New York. Once which again. also I think will be the battle for the division, which <laughs> I don't know. I like that. Give me quarterback matchup with division stakes. I'm in. 
once again, I I just yeah, that's fair. As a but I'm as also low on the Bills. On the Jets, so. Okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm just not even gonna comment. I said what needs yeah. to be said. Once again, and we also need to kind of move. Hear, so it's okay. If you want to hear what I think on the Jets, listen to the epi- I think like four episodes ago with Jackson Powers, uh, yeah. when we talked about the Rogers trade. Simple as that. If you want to hear what I think of the Jets, uh, yeah. for my number six, this game, I'm kind of pissed I can't rank it higher, but there's a lot of games I love. Uh-oh. Eagles at San Fran, week thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I agree. Listen, you got Actually, the two best teams higher. in the NFC, and I know you disagree with that. Yeah, but, but you got the two best teams in the yeah. NFC. Even if you don't like the quarterback like issue, said, it's San Fran at home, not the Eagles. So the team that you might like less has home field advantage. Right. And like I said earlier, I I think I've it's I, it's close. So it's like one and three. Or one and two, and I think you're okay with whatever you rank there. Like, there are only three real teams in the NFC, and I don't know. I think they're all kind of close at this exact point. So, have whoever, wherever. But it, I, I actually have that game at five. <laughs> all right. My number five is another one that's kind of just two teams I'm high on, but I guess it's more common teams to be high on. So I'm hoping I don't get too much disrespect for this. Ravens at Jacksonville. Ooh. Week 15, Sunday Night Football. Come on. Yeah, that could be interesting. It should be really damn good. I mean, you got Trevor Lawrence, who in his own right, extremely talented, like generational type guy. And then you have another generational quarterback, Runner, and I know a lot of people don't like the use of the word generational, but I, th- I think both these guys deserve that term. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, people just won't like it because people don't like Lamar because he can't throw, which is false for but sure. People are stupid. One thing's for sure if Lamar isn't healthy, this game sucks. Yeah, well, you really eh. want to see Tyler Huntley versus Trevor Lawrence? Do I want to? No, but we saw Tyler Huntley versus Joe Burrow, and Tyler Huntley almost won. So This is also week 15, which I think means there's a lot of like playoff stakes here. Right. I mean, Tyler Huntley versus Burrow in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know. Almost and won. that game was. Oh, the stakes was, are there. I think that was more of like a. Eh, not really. I guess Huntley. But even if had it was a, a defensive game. game for the Ravens, yeah. the defense got better. Oh, yeah, their defense. (laughs) The Ravens defense is an underrated unit. Yeah, so sure. And now they're going to they're going to be a different team. Their running game. I'm expecting to be worse because they're new. Better because their new their new coordinator is more committed to think about what uh, Jesus Christ, me and names Greg Roman. Think about what Greg Roman like he designed that offense to run the ball. Sure. It isn't going to be that way this year. It should still be a good running game, but. It's oh, not as it won't be as good running. as it was, but it yeah. won't be bad. Oh no, no that's not I, what I, I said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know you said worse, and I just I don't, I don't know if it'll get that much worse. Mostly because J.K. Dobbins will be fully healthy, and he wasn't last year. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be better at throwing the ball. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, Zay Flowers, OBJ, like that's a good Rashad court. Bateman. Rashad that's Bateman, my boy. If he that's can stay boy. healthy, he was my boy, and then he kept getting injured. And I guess I shouldn't hold that against him, but like, I kind of got clowned because it, I drafted him. It gets annoying. Him. I drafted him decently 
early in fantasy that year, and I got clowned for it. This is why you do dynasty leagues. True. But then I would also have Denzel Mims on my roster right now, so I don't That's know. That's tough. Um, but I would also have Amon Ra. Listen, so for – for every time, I always have one guy that's like not a first round pick that I have ranked like a first round pick. And it was Denzel Mims my first year of really doing shouting. Then was Rashad Bateman. The, Rashad Bateman was the next year, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Then it was Amon Ra. So I was right about that. And then this year it's Xavier Hutchinson. So hopefully he, even, he evens out the odds, but he was also a seventh rounder. So I don't know. Let's hope I'm right about that. But anyway, I do really, really like this matchup. Sunday night yeah. football, too. Late in the season. Ooh. Should be damn good. Okay. Um, for my number four game, I, I have to put a Vikings game on here. And I don't think you'll disagree. Week 15, Vikings-Bengals. To be decided what time that game will be, I'm guessing it'll be a primetime game. Uh because, yeah, it says TBD for what time that game will be on. But give me Vikings-Bengals. Week 15, playoff implications. And you Vikings know. off a bye before. I'm pretty sure that's week uh, 14. Am I wrong? Uh, week 13's their bye. But, yeah. I mean, they basically I thought, have I a bye. They week... go at Raiders before that. So I was looking at something earlier today. When we Is talked about it, you just skipped over the Raiders, basically. You you're just ma- scrolled back. I know. Now you're making me double-check to see if this graph is just wrong. Uh-oh. Uh oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just stupid. Okay, cool. Okay, that's very well, nice. Well, it's easy to skip over the Raiders because we're gonna beat them. So <laughs> uh, everybody's gonna beat them. The Raiders are stinky, stinky cheese. Yeah, I. Uh, I it should be a good game. Yeah, I just think playoff implications it being in Cincinnati, very similar styles is cool. So I don't know if I would consider it top seven, but obviously as a Vikings fan, you're gonna right. I I had to pick one. Yeah. And I don't – this one's kind of hard to argue. And I can't argue a week two game. I want to put one think, of the Vikings-Lions games personally. I like the division rivalry games more personally. See, and I'm and I'm kind of doing my best to avoid those as much as possible. I don't really get that. Although, I don't think I have any on this entire list. I don't. <laughs> but, like, it's not because I don't like them. I like them more. No, but. I like divisional rival games. But I would just – I don't know. Game of the year – Games of like the best games of the year are never division rival games. Mm-hmm. They're Bills Vikings. They're uh, that that's what it was last year. That they're Rams Chiefs. They're not division rivals. They're just two really good teams. And so, yeah, yeah, that's where Bengals Vikings fits into this. I get that. I, I again, as someone that isn't a Viking game, I probably wouldn't. But again, that's what's sure. so great about this. Yeah. It's very hard I, I, to get a lot of overlap on this list. Oh, yeah. I, and I had to take a biased pick. It's okay. Like, I think my number one, my number one might not be on your entire list. Ooh, actually. interesting. I think. Maybe not. I don't know. But my number four is another Ravens game because, again, the Ravens are one of my favorite teams to watch this year against a team that I have basically said I'm high on every single time that I said the team's name in this episode, the Seattle Seahawks, because I am high on them. <laughs> uh. They're playing against the Ravens in Baltimore week nine. Listen, I, I think mm. it's very simple. These are two teams right next to each other on my ranking. And again, I don't know how hot of a take that is. It's pretty spicy. I know that there's flaws with Seattle, right? There's the O-line, and I get it. But I also think when you have four receivers like – or sorry, three receivers like mm. that, 
and then also Ken Walker out of the backfield. Uh, you have the ability to get open quick. So my question, mm-hmm. that the reason I'm scared for the Seahawks is I can't put them too high based off of one year of Geno. Understand? Can he be that guy two but years in a row? You, if he's that guy, at... they're one of the best teams and in the I'm league. Expecting that. If he's and not, I'm expecting that. then yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, did you see at any point this season from Gino where you were like, "Oh, I'm no, worried," and that's really. exactly it. But it's just I, one of those things where it's like I have Gino to keep that in the back Smith. of my mind. Yeah, I get it. It's Gino Smith. Yeah, and that's kind of like the stigma around him. But man, and listen, I want him to be great. I just I I need him to do it a second. I'm year. not the I type of guy that doubts something so. until I see a reason to doubt it. See, I doubt things until I've seen you repeat it. Because and that's fair. Easy. And that's fair. So it's it's the rookie year thing for a lot of people, or like the when Listen, you, you aren't super the good, nobody drop off. Oh yeah, I absolutely did. Uh, it's one of those things. You look at the guy. Nobody game planned for the idea that Gino was good. Yeah. Now everybody's going to game plan that way. Let's see how he can do against that. But That's, how easily do you are you just worried about are you just trying to prevent the passing game way more because then they'll run on you? Like I don't sure. It's it's just one of those I don't things. know how I just exactly want to see it again. About it. I don't know how I just exactly need to see it twice and then I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I expect it. I expect it to repeat that type of performance. And, and I'm still high on Seattle. I'm just not uber high. It's just like yeah. and they well, could I, surprise everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. I think, like, if you want to talk about, like, Dark Horse Super Bowl, this exact matchup is what I would have. Interesting. Seahawks-Ravens. Interesting. Because I, And there's also worry about the defensive front. I think that that's overblown, personally. I do. I think, they add, I think they added stuff. I do. I, I know there's disrespect towards Bobby Wagner because the older guy. I'm not saying this guy is, like, a top-ten linebacker anymore, but he does his role well. You want someone that will just prevent run plays from going too far? He does right, but without Jordan Hicks, they don't have a linebacker who can cover Jordan because Brooks. Bobby Wagner's Jordan Brooks. Er, that's what I meant. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but he also can't cover because he's hurt. Yes, so and that's true. You can't use Bobby Wagner in the pass game. I can beat him in a race. Mm-hmm. Anyone can. Dude, slow now. And like, that's the concern. But once again, I talked about this before. Linebackers, it's really for the most part, you got to pick your poison. There's very few that could do both, sure. And but there are very few that are so atrocious in the past game as Bobby Wagner is now. Very, I mean, yeah. And one, one of the few is Devin Bush, who is the backup for Bobby Wagner, who will yeah. basically do the same thing, yeah. But like, then again, at one point, Devin Bush wasn't the worst coverage linebacker you've ever seen, sure. It was just his rookie year, and then he got injured. But then the Seahawks have safety issues. I know Jamal Adams exists, but the dude hasn't played more than five games in 10 years. The thing is, right, you just went over how we went over this way earlier in the podcast. We went over how we're concerned about, oh, if you have a bad coverage linebacker, you got to have someone man-to-man in coverage, uh, man-to-man while running zone coverage. Yeah. And while I guess – you know, there's a bit of concern because you don't really have someone on Seattle that could do that overly well at the moment. You got a lot. Of, Witherspoon might be that guy. 
And my point was Maybe. just you have a lot of young guys sure. that could develop into doing that. Sure. And I'm hoping that they have someone like that. Yeah. Overall, though, I get it with Seattle, but at the same time, I don't because the concern was the running game, was the run defense. Sure. And now they kind of fix that up, and then well, they fix it they, up. What and then the, did they add in the interior? Uh, Draymond Jones. Draymond Jones, they also added the defensive lineman I'm going to say is Cameron Young, but I might be conf- I might be saying Cameron Young, and there's another Young that I'm not sure. saying. It's something Young, and I like the kid. But there's someone else with the last name Young that's also an, a D lineman. There, well, there's two. There's Byron, Byron Young, Young, and then Ka- yeah, there's two Byron Youngs and then Cameron Young. I like Cameron Young, and um, I whoever Seattle but got. Is I like. Tremont Jones that much better than Shelby Harris? That much? I mean, he's a way better pass rusher. Right, but that's not but, the issue. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> like he's a uh, way better pass rusher, and I think. I mean, out of what I saw, Denver last year was pretty damn good defensively. We all agree Denver's on that. Denver's always good defensively. Yeah. I believe Draymond exactly was a contributing asset in that. I might have to look back. And the thing is, too, Witherspoon, the guy they drafted over Kristen Gonzalez, I like to believe the main reason that they drafted him instead was because Witherspoon adds stuff to the run game. But, uh, but uh, Okay. And I, I, get I don't want to keep talking. We're going to end up at a four-hour podcast. So <laughs> I'm going to move on. Yeah, my bad. I, I, I'll, I'll yell about Seattle and my lack of faith. Yeah. no, I, Seattle I get, fans I find my lack of faith disturbing. I get that. Mm-hmm. So what's your number three? My number three is also a Ravens game, but a better one. Mm-hmm. Christmas night, Ravens Niners. Yeah. Ooh. I- that's understandable. I de- I definitely do see that. That should be a really damn good game. Well, it depends on who's playing quarterback for the Niners. At that point, it might be me with the way their injuries go. They might call me up. You never know. Because mm-hmm. they will have gone through every other quarterback alive by then. <laughs> yeah. I mean. But Kyle Shanahan, fun. It should Lamar be interesting to see fun. how. Which of those linebackers is going to be responsible for Lamar? Ooh, yeah. I that that's what I would look for. It's, it's got to be Warner, right? Yeah, but then the problem is if you use Warner on that, then you don't have him to cover the middle when yeah. OBJ goes hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Drake or Zay Greenlaw's Flowers capable. or whatever. Drake Greenlaw. Well, actually, capable. I think Greenlaw's faster than Warner, so maybe you have it be him. But, but it's then one Greenlaw of himself where... is also big for that defensive front. So no matter what, you're losing one of the key guys. On your you're front. losing something big to try to protect, but I don't know how much it matters. You'd rather have – that's the issue. They don't have any secondary players that are super good. And that's role. what it comes down to, and that's why I think it would be really exciting. Because you need, like, a safety who can – who's got I mean, the Hufanga. speed. To, but Hufanga's slower than Warner and Greenlaw. Hufanga's yeah. not fast. You can't have him be the shadow for Lamar. He's too slow. Mm-hmm. But, like, they don't really have a safety that you can just no, go, but I'm you saying, have the speed and the, the size to is, handle Lamar. The good thing is you make Greenlaw shadow Lamar, and then you make Hufanga kind of replace him. 
Kind of, yeah. But, but it, then it, you lose something. Is it would just no look, matter what, you lose you're something. You're losing something. So it's intriguing. It would just be so interesting to see how yeah. San Fran deals with it's that. It's going to be fun to watch. Like, they definitely would handle it somehow. But the oh, question yeah. is how. The chess match is going to be fun. Yeah. And to me, that's the big thing there. It should yeah. be a really damn good game there. Yeah. It should. I, I completely agree. That's a good one. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I even have that one. No, I don't. So Uh-oh. my number three, Bills Bengals. The game that we yeah, missed. That's valid. The game that we missed last year because yeah. all that stuff with Hamlin. Valid and that, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not complaining about it. That sucks. Thank God he's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, I'm excited to see this game now. Sure. I mean, this game, it looked like it was gonna be big last year. And now we're getting it. The Bengals are better in some ways. Worse than others. The Bills, same type of thing. Should be really exciting, man. I don't Should have be. that game on my list. You don't. I totally forgot that game existed. That game is week nine Sunday night football. Nice. Yeah, I forgot that existed. But that's that's a valid pick. What's your number two? For number two, I have the Super Bowl rematch. Same exact thing for my number two. <laughs> There you go. Eagle Chiefs. I mean, that's going to be that's going to be a game. It It's going to be a game. It's going to be too fun. Both teams off a bye. Oh, my God. So the chess match is going to be really real in that. one. Yeah. Monday awesome. Night Football. Such that week 11, like that's an important time of the year. That midseason era. Yeah, that's a big time. Listen, I, I think the thing is, too. Andy Reid is, like, known for what he does off bye weeks. Yeah. But, like, Sariani, I mean, he's also, at the moment, 2-0 off byes. That's, I was going to say, that's the signal of whether you're a good coach or not. How are you off the bye? Good coaches win off the bye. Bad coaches don't. That's, that's like, so definable in NFL history. Good yeah. coaches win at, after their bye week every time. Not every time, but you know what I mean. They're they're great off a of bye. Yeah. Bad coaches aren't. And Sirianni so far, limited sample size, but, you know, limited coaching size. Uh, he's been good off buys, so it'll be interesting. And I I don't know. Jalen Hurts and Mahomes are always fun. So. Yeah, I, that game, I mean, it goes without saying that one's going to be really fucking good. I mean, seeing the Eagles got a little bit worse. Without a doubt, they lost their coordinators. Yeah, they lost some pieces to their defense. But I mean, the Chiefs lost Orlando Brown. Is that, is that, that as might big not be a problem? Yeah, actually, that might be okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he sucked last year. I forgot about that one. He's not a good left tackle. He's just not. Yeah, but he wants. He's to a good left right tackle. tackle. Money, but he wants to earn left tackle money. With as good as he used to be at right tackle when he was on the Ravens, you can give him left tackle money and just play him where he's good. Yeah. Teams just don't want to overpay their right tackle for now. You know who would love Orlando Brown? Who? The Dolphins, because the right tackle is the left tackle in their offense because of Tua. So you could pay Orlando Brown, Orlando Brown money. Mm, and that's, be okay that's with true. It. <laughs> There's definitely truth to that. I didn't yeah. even like think about that. But they isn't Teron Armstead, didn't they make him a right tackle? They, yeah, they moved him because of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, hey, it worked, right? Toronto. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, yeah. Who's your one? I'm in my one. I have Lions at Cowboys. Whoa. Week 17, Saturday Gross. night. So when you, I always like to look up like what other people say. Yeah. yeah. And of course, all the time you're going to see a million Cowboys games. Yeah. This was the only one I was like, damn, that's a good game. Because are they the top dogs in the NFC? No, but they're two teams that first off in week 17, they're, they're going to need to win this game. Both these teams are going to be in it till the end. Yeah. Both these teams are going to be in tight races and only one can win obviously, and they're in the same conference. They might be competing with each other for a playoff spot at this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, man, this should be a really good game. Week 17, you pull out all the tricks. Saturday night. See, I'm just not high on either of these teams. Well, but you you still have them right next to each other, do you not? uh, Yeah, no, I do. It's just I have them right next to each other, just way lower on my list than the average person. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's fine. But you can't say at this point in the season they wouldn't both be in the playoff race? Well, if, as long as they both are, because there's always concerns, Dak, as much as I don't want to say he's injury prone, I mean, he hasn't played a full season in three years. Uh, And then we got to figure out what Goff is. So there's a world where they're not at that point in in a game that matters. But if they are, it'll be fun. Even if they aren't, it could still be fun. I, I don't hate the pick. It's just as your number one game of the year, that's a little yes. little nutty. Well, no, I know, but it's like I get it that they're not like the best teams ever facing off against each other, but you got to keep in mind, in my mind at least, there's high stakes here late in the season, primetime Saturday night football, Detroit out here pulling out everything. Because they're like I said, mm-hmm. they're going to be in a playoff race. Everything comes down to this game, most likely. Hendon Hooker season. <laughs> yeah, maybe they pull out like Hendon Hooker at wide receiver, double reverse, or something. W. Double that'd reverse. Be, that'd pass. be so sick. Something crazy. Like, oh. but you know, Ben Johnson will pull out something like that, and then oh, yeah. you wonder what the hell McCarthy has. Like, they're <laughs> <Nothing>. gonna. <laughs> and McCarthy maybe he picked, has no maybe, bag. Maybe they go back to the Zeke at center play, except now Tony Pollard. You know, so you, worse because Zeke at least <laughs> can block somebody sometimes. I, I mean, it sure as hell didn't block me it. or you. It sure as hell didn't look like it. But well, I listen, mean, I just he got think... fucking not bull rush. Dude got a running start. I think Zeke kind of thought it was just going to be a regular blocking dude, play. Dude, no, got, dude, dude got first play up in varsity. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so you said that's a week 17, not a week 18 game? Yep. So I'm going to take what I Again, think. Again, I'm going to look back because I just got that last one the, wrong. The better week 17 game. It is week 17, yeah. Give me Bengals Chiefs. Bengals week 17 Chiefs? On New Year's Eve. Do I not have that? No. How the fuck do I not have Bengals the Chiefs? The best rivalry that isn't, like, the best non-division rivalry in the NFL at this point. There's so many good games, it's easy to miss some. I think I would, oh, yeah. I would probably have Bengals Chiefs like three. Because I had a Bills Chiefs. Honestly, Bills, this Bengals. is probably the decider for the one seed in the AFC. Most likely. So, like, it's going to be a huge game. Who gets the bye? Who gets rest for their guys? And it's at Arrowhead, so, you know, it's going to be even more fun. Ugh. 
I'm I I love that game. I just love the Bengals and Chiefs. They're those games are incredible every time. Oh, constantly, every single time. I completely agree with that. Uh, I think part of it too, for me, I just want to rank like a regular season game where teams aren't really guaranteed to make the playoffs. You know, like the stakes are okay. still high for the one seed, but I mean, you could argue they're higher for the teams that might not even make the playoffs, right? Sure. Sure. So for me, that was part of it. But uh, that fair. game is definitely going to be a hell of a watch, right? Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. It it's, should, it's one it of those games where that'll be the season. only game that has good ratings that entire weekend. Uh, well, that's wrong or, because I just said week 17 for my number one. Oh, uh, that is a different day. So, okay. You said the entire weekend, and that is Saturday night. Uh, well, yeah, but I forget that those the stupid they add Saturdays at that because if that game was on Sunday, I'm I'm sorry the people are only watching the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. oh like, yeah, but they're not. That's but both because of those games the other one exists on a different spot. day. Yeah, so it's okay. Both of those I, games yeah. deserve their primetime spot. Absolutely. Uh, tell me this: was that Bengals Chiefs game? Was that in Cincinnati? No, in Arrowhead in KC. Or sorry, in Burrowhead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should be a really damn good season. There's a lot of damn good games to look at. Oh, yeah. I think even last year there was a lot, but I, I think these games are definitely much better. Even my my number seven that many people disagree with. I guess it would be off this list, sadly, if I remembered that the Bengals were playing the Chiefs. Again, she's going to miss games, but. Yeah, I mean, I did as well, so. Yeah. Anyway. A couple. I might, what I might do, because what I normally do when I go over on time a bit, I could just op- upload a two-hour, 30-minute episode. Yeah. Or we can go for a little bit longer, and you can split it into two episodes and have a that, double release. That was my week. plan. Yeah, okay, let's go. All what right. are we doing? What's next? <laughs> if you're fine, I mean, hey, you offered to stay longer, so let's go. Oh, yeah, uh, let's go. So we'll, we'll do the topic I had in case we had extra time, which I kind of just thought we wouldn't need. Uh, yeah, and we didn't need it, but why not? So, <laughs> no. yeah, again, this is another one. It's really easy to miss names because there's a lot of players taken in day two and three of the NFL draft without goes without saying. Mm-hmm. What do you think are the best fit or the rookies that were best fit for their team from day two and three of the draft? Because day one, we're sick of hearing about day one. That For sure. For sure. Too much talk about day one. Let's talk about day two and three. Seven picks. I have seven. No, five picks. Sorry. Do five. All right. Go ahead. I don't really have mine in order. If you have yours in order, feel free to say it. But Uh, give me one of yours. Or I'm going to go five if you have with the the guy that I think should have gone many moons higher. Uh, Even though it doesn't feel like a second round pick, pick 32 never is. Joey Porter Jr., incredible fit yeah. for the Steelers and incredible value getting him in the second round. The My Steelers God. have really changed their identity defensively. Uh, yeah. right? I don't know if it's really their identity, but in terms of what they run, they're starting yeah. to run a lot more of that man type stuff. They yeah. used to be way more zone heavy. And now that they're more focused on man, Joey Porter is going to be much better for them without a doubt. Absolutely. So I de- that's definitely a valid pick. I completely agree with that. So I, I guess I'll just give the one on my top of my list. Henry 
To'oto'o. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, I have no clue how to pronounce it, but the, the Bama backer. Yes. yes. Him going to the Texans in the D'Amico Ryan's defense. Listen, I'm not calling this kid Fred Warner. With that, I'm definitely not. But if you want someone that could play like the Fred Warner-esque role, of you know, a very good coverage guy that's kind of just a damn good yeah. athlete, Henry To'oto'o. I, how the hell are we going to say this guy's name in season? I, I just can't have like a casual conversation with this guy's name in season. But yeah, I, I mean, this guy, I don't consider him like a, a stud, but I think in terms of what were the Texans looking for in a linebacker, they got their guy. So you're absolutely right about all of that, but I am going to go the opposite of you and say I hate this pick because he is wearing uh, – no, he's not. Never mind. Uh, the whole thing I was going to say is actually wrong. I just mixed it up in my head. He's what wearing the number say? 39, yeah. which is not what uh, – I, I, for whatever reason in my head, that's what Will Anderson wore in college. And I was like, <laughs> they gave shitty linebacker the number over their guy, which is gross. But that's not true. So, no, it's fine, pick. I have nothing to complain about. Well, Other 39 than wearing is 39 is still gross. Number. Yeah. But I can't talk much because Brian Osamo is my boy and he wears 33. <laughs> so I can't really speak. It's not valid for words from me, I should say. Well, I, I still, there's so much like with numbers now. Most of my hot takes are with numbers. I feel like at this point. Honestly, probably same. No, like, I feel like if you're a big receiver, you have no business wearing single digits. If you're an edge, you have even what less What are we calling a big wearing. receiver? If someone, like, not just tall, but, like, bulky. I was going to say, because Quentin Johnston's going to wear one. You're going to say yeah, that's and a that's problem? Fine. And that's fine. <laughs> but, like, if DK Metcalf wore five, I'm barfing. That might be fire, though. I disagree with that strongly. Honestly, though, I just think single digits are fire, basically. They're fire ever. on Except Jaylen for O-linemen. Oh, my God, that would be terrible. Don't even and, give me an idea. Uh, and even D-linemen. Like, yeah, there's an edge Marcus Davenport zero. wearing zero yeah. hurts my soul. Mostly, that's Ivan Pace's number, you motherfucker. That's the better player. He should get the number. I know he was an undrafted free agent. He's the better player, and I stand by this. Marcus, da- like if Marcus Davenport rocked the double zero that for some reason they didn't bring back, Which that would be have. sick. Yeah. See, that would be valid. Him and double zero and Ivan Pace and zero. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for that. But that's not what happened for whatever fucking reason. No, Ivan Pace is stuck in 40 and it hurts. Yeah. I mean, 40 is better for backers. Not for Ivan Pace, though. Yeah, like, not for Ivan Pace. Not the for reason Pace. it's okay is because his whole thing is being the, he's got to go be London Fletcher because that's the only linebacker who's ever been really good at his size. And I forgot like, London Fletcher was small. Yeah, when you're, when you're the smaller linebacker, I don't know, something about zero feels right. Especially yeah. nobody drafted you. Nobody believes in you. Give him zero. That's... And then go put zero in the rafters. That's what you got to do. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm way too high on Ivan Pace. I was hoping okay. Ivan Pace would be the Mr. Irrelevant this year. So glad he wasn't because Irrelevant would have been not in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, I did make a shitty promise, though. So I'm going to have to buy a shitty number 40 jersey. 
pissed. What what shitty promise was this? Uh, but before the draft had officially ended, I was like, if Ivan Pace somehow ends up on the Vikings and makes the fifty three man roster, I'll buy his jersey. And now I'm stuck buying a shitty jer- fucking jersey. Well, he didn't make the fifty three man yet. He's going to. So Ivan I Pace, I don't Ivan think there's Pace, a, think a linebacker on a roster earlier? that's better. You you think he's the best linebacker on the roster? Just overall, undoubtedly. Mm. I think so. I know I don't like Jordan Hicks. There. I love Osama. They're gonna keep Jordan. They're gonna keep. They're gonna keep Jordan Hicks in the yeah. starting lineup. Like guaranteed. Troy Reader Either... and Troy Die are his competition. Okay. Yeah. To make the final spot, he's making the roster. Yeah. Unless he somehow just sucks, and based off of everything other than size, there's an argument that he's better than Campbell. So, well, no, the, his size is the main gripe, right. without a doubt. So, and I mean, it, it sucks too because if he was bigger, oh, if he was six two, he would have went in the first round and been yeah. linebacker one. Yeah, <laughs> but just, he's not because no. short short kings <laughs> get short, disrespected around true. here, and I'm glad he ended up in Minnesota where. Oh, dude, Brian Flores is gonna do some shit with that little guy, and I'm so excited. How good is he as a blitzer? Uh, actually incredible. Mm. Uh, I remember, so- I just remember a lot of plays where it was like, oh, he's in the right position, like in zone coverage and just in coverage. Yeah. But I'll wait. They just threw it over him. Yeah. So in 2022, Ivan Pace had 137 tackles. I know who cares. He's a linebacker. He should tackle a lot. He had 21 and a half tackles for loss and 10 sacks. Oh my god! As an inside I linebacker, I who can wow. cover? How did I not pick up on that much? Because Ivan Pace is the goddamn goat. He was third in tackles for loss in the country. I kn- I knew he had a lot of tackles for loss. That's my boy. I thought it was mainly like instinct. I guess yeah, he did blitz a decent amount. Now that's kind well, of coming that, back and to me. He's more of a run defender than a coverage guy. Yeah, which well, is even why coverage he's wise, so perfect. Even coverage wise, he played like. His technique sure. and everything, and he positioned oh, himself yeah. fine. It was just he's short, and they just but throw it's it why over he's him. Perfect for the for Minnesota because Asamoa is the opposite. Is the he's guy. great in coverage yeah. and not great in the run. So mm-hmm. when when Hicks is gone, and honestly, Pace could take the starting job away from him pretty quickly. I think, like by the end of the year, Pace and uh, not Hicks, Pace and Asamoa could be the two guys. But we we went over this when we were on Hammy's thing. Oh yeah, right? I'm just they're oh, gonna. Yeah. I'm just saying Hicks the process the is great. Because... They're gonna keep Hicks on the field just because he's like the field general guy. Kinda, but I also Until think how Azamoa much Harrison is... Smith is gonna oh, play but then in the box. Again, actually, that's not overly true because they don't. He's not as familiar with Flores' scheme. No, and as he with was Harrison with... Smith being the defensive stalwart there, like. And he's going to play in the box a ton. He's going to be your more field general anyways. Yeah. So I think Pace could take the job really quickly. And as lo- if they can both be even decent linebackers, the duo is going to be good because, you know, one's strength is the other's weakness. So they kind of cover each other's flaws, which is great. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to go to Sorry. my next guy. No, you're yeah, good. Next guy. I derailed for undrafted free agents. We're going to have to do a third episode now. Look at that. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Uh, Michael Mayer. Yeah. The Raiders. Valid. So 
Patriots off at former offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Remember Gronk? Man, it, it, it no, would I've never shock. heard of him. It would sort of shock if there's like a Gronk esque guy in this. Oh wait, Michael Mayer. That that sounds perfect. Who is this Gronk you speak of? Never heard of him. <laughs> Imagine like a frat boy like that did too much steroids <laughs> growing up. That's kind of what you get oh, here. Good God. And yeah, I mean it worked. I think Gronk worked kind of well for Josh McDaniels. So why not draft another tight end in round two? That's just an absolute fucking well-rounded, you know, just big man. <laughs> True. And I th- I think this is a perfect fit in that sense. Gronk Waller wasn't Gronk-esque enough. He was a great receiver. He wasn't a good enough blocker. He right. couldn't. I mean, Waller came into the league as a receiver. He's well, just yeah, yeah, too exactly. goddamn big to actually leave out there. Exactly. And it's really just he couldn't do the Gronk stuff. He couldn't do all that stuff from the traditional tight end spot. Michael Mayer can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you you want a Gronk-esque guy on the team. That's exactly what Josh McDaniels wants, I imagine. And it should yeah, work yeah. damn well. Yeah, yeah. What's your next one? Uh, my next one is Osiris Torrance to the Buffalo Bills. I still wish he went to a team that would just run the ball more. Okay. Run the ball more with a simple scheme. Well, the Bills try that. Their offensive line is awful. How much I do the Bills try? I feel again. I think if the Bills were trying to run the ball more, they would have drafted Mayer instead of. Well, no, because they Kate. don't have a. So that that's just annoying. They shouldn't have drafted any of them. They're already paying. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm saying if they they were they were I in the ideology, you should have taken wanna... Anton. And then ended up with yes. Osiris in the second round. And yes. suddenly your O-line's really good. Yes. But the fact that they were willing to take Kincaid over. Because they want him Mayer. to be a wide receiver. He's going to be only H-back. That is his role now. Yes. Which is gross. But again, the thing is, I, I just think they would have taken. If they wanted to try and improve their run game, they would have taken your approach. They would have taken an approach that improves their run game. They really didn't. And I guess Osiris may be doing that. And I think, I don't know. I just think to maximize his impact for him to be best fit on your team, you want a simple running scheme that you just run a lot because this motherfucker moves people and he moves people well. Sure. But again, he's still going to be a phenomenal pass blocker for them. And when they do want to run the ball, it will most likely be behind. What number is he? I'm just going to say he's 56. I have no clue for the Bills. Whatever Uh, his number is, they will run behind Torrance. Cyrus. Lawrence. In college, I think it was 54, gross. I don't know why. That's such a linebacker number that I don't like it mm. on a on an O-lineman. Especially an interior guy. No, that, that would look gross on a tackle. Tackles wear 70. Okay, he's getting 64. Fine. Yeah, so they'll run behind 64 when they do yeah. run the ball. Hopefully. Yeah. But for, I don't know. for me, if you're going to have fit at least on one team, of the cooks, they have James. They might end up with Dalvin, too. Who knows? And they have Damian Harris. That's true. Uh, For me, for him to be best fit on a team, he would have to 
it would have to be a See, more run just team with how goddamn bad their o-line is and i'm uh, higher on torrents than most people so. oh no i'm high on torrents too i love them so i'm not saying the pick is bad don't get me wrong right i'm no. not saying and i think the fit's just good because their o-line sucks so yeah hard. The, when i said best pick i meant like from a schematic perspective oh, in terms well, of what the team wants to do. Even still, I think just... It's still an A-plus pick. But. Yeah. It, and I think even still, the scheme fit, while sure, he's maybe not the best pass blocker, uh, he's, 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 he's very close to the damn best. I mean, one thing's sure. But, one no, thing's as a sure. pass blocker. Yeah, I know. One thing's for if sure. If he's close you're trying to the best and he's a good running guy... Why do you think he's not a good scheme fit? Well, he is a good scheme fit, but he's a better scheme fit on a team that utilizes him in the way that he adds the most value. And I think he adds the most value if you're running behind him a lot. I don't know. I see him as the guy who adds the most value on any team where he's actually going to be able to be used. (laughs) I think I would have picked him as whatever whatever team drafted him. I think I would have said he's the best scheme fit. Because I think so he was the best offensive lineman in the class. I agree. Total. If you ignore so like, tackle value versus guard value. Uh, yeah, I, I ignore value constantly. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Unless I'm talking about the first round, then I get a little more, hmm. Well, <laughs> but, yeah, there you go. So then, for me, it's just, if you have him as the best fit on the Bills, and you openly admitted it, if you yeah. have him as the best fit on the Bills, you would also have him on the best team as the best anyone fit else. on any Anywhere other team else. he gets drafted to. Okay. As long as he would be a starter. <laughs> yeah. So as long as you admit it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For no, me, it's I just, think he's I just that good. I I had him as a top 10 prospect in this draft. Well, I, again, if you ignore position value, I agree. Right. And, dude, Hunter Lepke was in my top three for players in this class. So, yes, I ignore position value. Because, <laughs> dude, incredible. Yeah, I, I'm still... F- Two fullbacks, one ahead of him, right? Uh, technically, no. Well, I know technically, at least it was one of them was one, a D line, and then the other one they marked as a fullback because he like played D line and fullback or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, but there was one like real fullback that went ahead of Lepke, right? I don't know. Actually, I believe so. My head, but maybe. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, again, I love Osiris Torrance as much as the next guy. Yeah. I just, I just refuse to put a player here that is a. Sure. Is the best fit on any team he goes to. See, and I think that's where you gotta. That's the type of guy you gotta have. Yeah, he's just incredible. Here's my next one. This next one is a guy that I'm also very high on, and I think I'm kind of alone in this one. Marty Mapu to the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, you're you're alone on that one. So, with me, it's it's just you got a very versatile guy. You give him to Belichick. Let him cook. I mean, it's really just nothing more than that. I think this guy is a really well-rounded prospect in a lot of ways. There's not really many flaws with this game, in my opinion. Not many. And even the few that he has aren't overwhelming. And I think he just has a lot of things he's good at. And he lines up everywhere. He line, I mean, in the, uh, what's it called? The, I almost said the Pro Bowl. Uh, yes, he the in, the, in the in the senior uh, bowl. Thank yeah. you very much. Oh yeah. my god. In the senior bowl, he lined up at linebacker. At Sacramento State, he was a safety. Mm-hmm. And this is a guy that has reps like everywhere pretty much. 
And Belichick, I imagine, will use him in all of those spots. He yeah. likes to rotate his guys in and out. And, oh, we want to put someone else at corner this game. So, Marty Mappu, we're lining you up at linebacker. We want to line someone up at linebacker and corner. We'll use you at safety. I mean, he can just do all that stuff. And he has the athletic ability to do it. He's a great tackler. All that good stuff. Love it. Yeah. Again, I know I'm one of the few people that, like, look at Marty Mappu getting picked and they're like, wow. But yeah, I, did, I didn't like it. Sue me. Hey, fair enough. <laughs> what, what exactly don't you like about him being drafted to the Patriots? It's not about him being drafted to the Patriots. It's, it's more just of him the, as a prospect. Yeah. It well, it's that I'm not saying he's not a guy worth drafting, but that was in so the third goddamn round. early. It was so early. early. It was early. And, but like what are the Patriots? The Patriots do? did that what before that too. Because they did, took Keon White early as shit too. Well, Keon and, White's just not I don't like Keon White. I like no, Marty Mapu. But it's the same <laughs> type of shit. Yeah. Well, the Patriots have he's done that just, for decades. Uh, yeah. I know, and I hate them. And it's uh, wrong in the first round, but when they do it in the later rounds, it works really well. No, it's it's a, it's a 50-50 thing. We just get stuck on when it works because it's always a guy like they take uh, uh, Cole Strange in the first when it, round When last it works, year. it works. Right. Is what yeah. you mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But when it doesn't, it's Nikhil Harry. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to stick in the AFC East here, though. But I think Marty Mappu is going to be the ones that work. Fair enough. I'm going to stick in the AFC East, go with the Dolphins with their first pick in the draft, taking who I had at corner for, Cam Smith. Yeah, I, think I was thinking about that. At this point, it allows uh, fucking, why am I only thinking Zavian Collins? That's not right. Zavian Howard, Jesus. <sighs> Don't ask. To f- I, I confuse the Pro Bowl with the Senior Bowl. You're yeah, good. I know it's fine. <laughs> but he's gonna be able to line up more as like a nickel guy now, because Cam Smith is a better outside corner. And the not that Xavier's bad now, he's just gotten slow because he's older. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Their cornerback room was good after adding Jalen Ramsey, and the rich just get richer which you're going to need to do in the AFC where there's so many good goddamn receivers or just good quarterbacks. Like the Chiefs receivers may not be great, but like Mahomes is going to take advantage of things. So the more corners you have who can actually cover the better in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So I just love the the fit, the getting to learn from Jalen Ramsey, who he has a very similar style of his game to Jalen, getting to shadow him constantly. And just obviously fit that scheme is awesome. And he fell very far. So W for them. Yeah. And Vic Fangio, right? I, I mean, oh, absolutely. It's, it's I kind of forgot simple. Fangio was their DC. Well, Fangio becoming their DC is a big reason I'm like big on them this year. That's or, valid. I would be bigger if they weren't in the AFC East, but I, I do like them a lot defensively because, well, Fangio's. Pretty smart, I think. Uh, no, so this yeah. next one, you might have this. I hope not because I'm, I really want to avoid us both having the same thing. Oh, but, I'm down to swap spots. I got a lot of guys. Okay, good. JL Skinner. Oh, I actually, he what was he wasn't a day two pick. He was a day he three. He was day pick. three. I said I day two we were, and day three. Oh, I thought we were only doing day two. No, my bad. Okay, well that's gonna change some things. Okay. Yeah, Skinner wasn't even a consideration because I was only looking at day two. 
All right, that's great. <laughs> yes, Skinner. I mean, Vance Joseph's new Buda Baker. Yeah. That's the scheme fit here. He gets a new Buda Baker. It's just a question of whether or not he could stay healthy. If Jail Skinner stays healthy, I mean, th- this was a not only a phenomenal pick, it's a phenomenal scheme fit. Adding this guy with Justin Simmons, with that just the rest of that defense, Patrick Sertain. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. And I know people – there's some people that aren't overly high on Vance Joseph. I don't really – I'm going to say this guy's like the best thing since sliced bread, but, I mean, come on. He knows his shit. Maybe their guy that they had before this, Ajaro Evero, I hope I pronounced that right. Maybe he was better, and he was definitely uh, damn good. Yeah. But Vance Joseph, by himself, in his own right, is also a very good defensive coordinator, in my opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. JL Skinner adds a lot to this defense. I was so mad at the JL Skinner pick, not going to lie. Why? You didn't like it for them, uh, or you just wanted him to fall to the Well, like the... we've talked about this. It's not even about falling to the Vikings. I just hate the Broncos. Oh. And the fact that the second best safety in this class, at least that's where I put him, ended up on the Broncos in what, the seventh round? Why do you I... hate the Broncos of all teams? Uh, because I'm from the. The Denver area, greater Denver area, and I'm a contrarian apparently because <laughs> everyone loves the Broncos here, so I hate them. Before I even really watched football, uh, so I didn't like have a team, I just always rooted for I'm the Raiders because they you, were Denver's can you biggest rival. What you said, uh, sure, uh, I'm sorry, can so, you repeat what you said because I just I don't know, it's I not very really... good at processing, uh, <laughs> two hour long episodes. Before I ever really had a favorite team, I picked the, like, I would root for the Raiders because they were the Broncos' biggest rival. That, yeah. That was, like, my thing. I've always just disliked the Broncos because everyone around me loves them. So, contrarian in me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, I just I just hate the Broncos just because. They just exist, so I hate them. And it's not like I—I I mean, I predicted them to actually win the division last year. Like I'm not—I don't—I don't hold anything against them. I just don't like them, and I get mad when they when do they get good, good players. Well, when they do it good like that, you can get a good player, but like getting the Killing second best it. safety in the draft yeah. in the seventh round, fucking ah, it, anyone else, I would have been like, that's sick for the Broncos. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm mad. So who, who's <laughs> your fourth player that you want to name? I'm going to go John Michael that, Schmitz. Oh, I was Giants. just about to say, now I'm that you I'm just sticking with fourth. day two. I don't care. All right. I, I've, I've got my guys, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Michael Schmitz is another one. I feel like wherever – I don't really think – I don't really see it as a scheme thing necessarily. See, I do. Oh, you think – Like, yeah, not just I think he would have been good anywhere, so, though, well, again. Yes. But I think specifically for here – the Giants are entirely about the run game right now. And yeah. he is, he's just a nasty little guy. So, well, he is so little, consistent. But like, he is so and consistent. He's going to go kill some dudes up the middle. And that's fun. I think mm-hmm. for the Giants, it actually is a great fit. Would he have been great anywhere? Probably. Yeah. But like, the actual team fit this time is 100% right. Just mm-hmm. like if they would have taken Osiris, Osiris Torrance. Perfect well, pick. 
Like, yeah, because that would have been one where it's like way more. Uh, That's what it is with Schmidt. He's escalating you guys. Smith is just always with him. Now, tell me if I'm wrong here, but I see Smith as like he's going to be a 10 year starter, guaranteed. Guaranteed. And he's going to make a Pro Bowl or two. But he, there's not going to be many plays where he's like, oh my God, he blew that nose guard out of the water. Schmitz is going to be Creed Humphrey. I think he's going to be more like. Oh, I'm trying to think. I think he's going to be more like a. Uh, there aren't a the ton of example. great centers. Yeah, there's not many. Is big is a big issue. Yeah, that's or like the even here. good centers. Pro comps are hard, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'll go with like. Corey Lindsley. Who yeah. has been a top five center in the NFL for 10 years. Well, yeah. And this guy will be top five. But it's so, not gonna he's top five because he's consistent. He's not top five because he's absolutely killing people. Well, I mean, uh, you know, consistency is a is a dope. Oh, ability. yeah, and that's why I love this pick. I do love the pick. It's just not really like no matter where he goes. I feel like this would have been a player where like if he went to a team that passes the ball a lot but then runs occasionally. That's sure. like sure. But also he's better in the run game still. That that's why I care here more mm. and okay. also i don't know i i think yeah the scheme fit works really good i also what yeah, the we'll vikings what are main or sorry the giants are mainly zone run right i guess that is a good scheme it's yeah. mainly zone am i correct in I saying be- that i believe so yeah I, yeah i believe they're i i'm pretty sure they're mainly zone and i guess that is a good scheme fit for them yeah yeah okay yeah so yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know that one's a little bit yeah, that one's definitely better, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get that a little bit more. Nah, because I'm just thinking, like, zone scheme, that was what he ran for the most part in college. Yeah, yep. So my last one is Julius Brents. Okay. So the Colts, Gus Bradley. What does Gus Bradley like to do? Zone coverage. Yep. Is Julius yep. Brents very damn good in zone coverage? And is that what he mainly ran? Yep. Simple pick. Uh, I mean... I don't really think I need to elaborate on that one. We weren't doing this in an order, right? I wasn't. Okay, good. Did I say number one there? No, you just said your final one, but I, I yeah. it just kind of popped in my head. Because if we were doing this in order, then me saying this sounds way too biased. Mm. But you're, I think you're going to agree. Makai Blackman to the Vikings at 102. Yeah. He's he's the Flores corner to a T. <laughs> he is such a Flores guy. Because I think there were better corners on the board. But he is such a Flores guy. So much. Just the absolute press coverage. Decent enough in the run game. Uh, My biggest issue with Blackman is he almost looks like he he's a willing tackler, but he's like... like he'll run up to make the tackle, but then just not hit you. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, he's willing to go make the play, but he's not willing to pop people, which is weird because he'll pop the receiver off the line. It's very confusing. It hurts my brain sometimes. I I wonder if he's just afraid to miss the tackle. Maybe. Maybe. That's the only reason I can think of. You know what'll help? Harrison Smith and Brian Flores. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So That'll do it. But, yeah, 
like he's he's the he's a perfect type of guy for Flores's defense. Um, and yeah, that's yeah. that's my final one. Once again, these weren't my best picks. You might notice right. Xavier Hutchinson isn't here. Osiris right. Torrance Absolutely. isn't here. John Michael Absolutely. Smith isn't here. But these are the players I think are the best fit for their defense. Yeah. Again, thank you for coming on, Geek. Oh, real quick, I got to ask. Do you have any terrible fits? Because I just saw one that bugs me. And I'm intrigued if you have any guys off the top of your head that just Off the make top no of sense. my head? Or that, you you know, looking real quick that you see that's just stupid. Uh, uh, oh yeah. I, for, I just noticed now I forgot to mention when I was talking high on the Browns, I like Cedric Tillman, but that's, that's kind of dumb. irrelevant at this Cedric point. Cedric Tillman's pretty good. Uh, bad fits. I'm mainly thinking receiver. Yeah, I guess I, like that's what I'm looking at. Uh, I'll think of one eventually. I'm trying to. Really Marvin like, Mims to the Broncos is so bad. Yeah, they just have guys that do the same thing. Well, that you have slot guys who are best over the middle. You already have one in Jerry Judy that you're forcing to go outside where he's not as good. And then you get Marvin Mims, who's also a slot guy who you can either force to go outside or you keep him in the slot where he'll never get a target because Russ doesn't throw over the middle because he can't see. That's so bad. Yeah. That's, that's such a bad pick. I just saw it, and it's so bad. And it sucks, too, because I like Marvin Mims, like, as Me a player. Too. Yeah. It's just, it's not even technically the scheme, because Peyton's scheme would be right. It's the quarterback and his ability oh, in you, that specific scheme. You know what was one of that I was kind of, like, head-scratching, but I don't know if it's necessarily terrible. Yeah. Siaki Ika because I, I like the player I like the player a lot okay however the Browns don't run a 3-4 no they so run a 4-3 and have no into like no tackles and they were the worst run defense in football well yeah and that's why I was like okay so I get it you drafted for a need but I just questioned how well he'll fit in the scheme I but think... again he might just be able to quickly make that adjustment but that was really the only one that I, really I think he kind of reminds me of a Dalvin Tomlinson type guy which yeah. is who he's going to be playing with there for, for me it's more of like a head but scratcher also, what is their like new a, scheme who's their new DC uh it, I know it's something with a 4-3 I remember I looked at it it's like well, a, yeah but it it's might, like they run a lot of stunts though is what he I might read on fit it. better on this defense than he would have Joe Woods I but again know. they're running a lot of stunts do you want Ika running stunts really no, but maybe he's. But then again, do you draft? Stunts? I just like to think, you know, maybe they draft this guy and they're kind of aware that, that he can't run stunts because you you don't right. draft this guy and ask him to go two gaps. No, to the, to the no. right, like no, that's not happening. Uh also, yeah, that, that best day two mind. pick is definitely Jake Moody. <laughs> best day Kick two pick bias. is. Best day two pick is Tendon Hooker. <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, you agree. Do, who's... do you like that? I don't. I don't hate Hooker as a prospect. It's I hate not the even idea... like a hatred for Hicker. 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 Hooker. It's more <laughs> of you draft a quarterback that you're planning on benching for a year, but, but he's not even like a high upside guy. But and not he's going to be old. Benching for a year. 
And like, yeah, the old. age is whatever. Yeah. The guy who's in front of him on the depth chart is two He's years barely older. older. Yeah, and, exactly. And you're already trying to discuss a contract extension, so you just used a third-round pick on a forever backup. You've mm-hmm. just wasted homie's career. That's that's bad process. Draft a super young guy, which the that's kind of the problem with this class. There aren't many. Most of the quarterbacks were 23, 24, 25. Yeah. I mean, even or like in Stetson's Bennett case, Stetson Bennett's case, what, 27? Especially if, if I'm the Lions, I, I know that you want to develop a guy, but just like maybe this just isn't the right draft class. Maybe you should trade. You know what? You want to develop a guy, throw a fifth rounder to the Titans and get uh, Malik Willis. How's that? Right. And just keep Hendon Hooker around as a backup. Because I think Hendon Hooker was never going to have the upside to be, like, great, great. But he can always be, like, fine. No, but I'm saying they should have just drafted someone that you want to just, like, you know, fine. You want to draft someone that you want to play around with, Fuck, like, in the first round. round. to trade yeah. for Malik Willis, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, the, you I'd, definitely could have like gotten him more for a fifth round. Because he's, like. Ten- Tennessee hates Malik Willis, seemingly. Because Tennessee is the dumbest team in all of sports. Tennessee, when their project quarterback isn't an elite guy. We drafted year a one. project that we knew shouldn't start in year one, so we started him in year one, and he was bad, so we hate him. Yeah, is so stupid. The, is the dumbest logic I've ever seen from an NFL team. Yeah, I can't I, wait for Malik to end up somewhere else. I hope Malik Willis like, balls out now. You know uh, how bad team. I want him to get cut and end up in Minnesota? Do you know oh, how Oh, I imagine you would love that. Were you all, Was Malik Willis your QB1 too or no? Uh, yes. Okay, so we uh, no, no, he wasn't. Who was Kenny? Matt Corral. Corral. Yeah, I'm a, I, I'm I had a Corral, Corral guy. I had Corral too. It was Corral Malik. <laughs> it, it's really worrying. Corral didn't even like get in last well, year. He didn't get a chance. He got hurt. He missed yeah, but he, the entire he was back injury. Oh, it was the entire season. I thought he came back. No, he played one preseason game and looked bad. Oh. Preseason game I, one, I, I he was sure he came back or something. No, he mm. he never played. I remember an injury happening. Oh, so that yeah. that then I guess is not as concerning. So but he's I, never like going to get to play. I Corral's like another Corral. guy he has I a love in Minnesota. Yeah, I mean he was your QB one in that class. Yeah. Either of those. Do you guys, buy the Howell hype? Down for really quick. Do you buy the Howell hype? Not at all. I'm with you. I I think he can be worse, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, <laughs> and Baker Mayfield himself is looking like a backup at this point. Right. Baker, I think, has the juice to be a not maybe a quality starter, but like a he's going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick for the rest of his career. I think he does. He's too much of like a fiery personality to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick was a very fiery guy. That's what? why Ryan Fitzpatrick was what he was because the highs were super high, the lows were super low. That feels very Bakery. He can was go be Fitzpatrick a fiery personality? Kinda, yeah. I mean, not as okay. So he wasn't as loud as Baker. Yeah, like that might he, be. But wild. he was a fiery personality. But like, and he was also just a big personality. Do we not remember the the, the Hawaii shirt? shirt with yeah. the with with the big shades and the, oh my god, loved. I loved Fitzmagic. That really feels good. like what Baker's gonna be because we saw it with the Rams, right? He goes somewhere where there's zero expectations, and boom, he looks awesome. He has no expectations with the Bucks. I expect him to look kind of awesome. 
until about week 13 where it's like, man, this team really could go compete for the wild and they'll fall apart. <laughs> and it'll be the most. And then in comes Kyle you've seen of all time. Yeah, all pretty right. much. Thank you again for coming on. Oh, yeah. again, Sorry for want... making this a four hour thing. This is partially my fault. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Little. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, no need to. You're supposed to be like, nah, man, you're good. Oh, a I little lie to you. Lie to you. <laughs> uh, all right. For those of you listening, if you want more of my content, check out No Huddle NFL. No capitals and no spaces on TikTok and Instagram. That's No Huddle NFL with no capitals and no spaces. Also available on Twitter at No Huddle NFL with an underscore at the end. That's again at No Huddle NFL with no capitals and no spaces. Why don't you go ahead and plug your stuff? Run the North podcast. Oh yeah. Don't forget about Run the North on basically every podcast platform that's available, Twitter and TikTok. That's the word. Uh, and if you want to find just my stuff, just go to thegeekslays.com. You'll find links to everything. I'm easy to plug. There we go. Thank you again for having me, man. Thank you for coming on. And I'll see you all next week. It won't be on a Wednesday. I'm hoping this is the last time I'm dropping an episode on a non-Wednesday but I'm going to be on the Hammy Takes pod yet again. So, yeah, I'll update that on Twitter. So, again, if you want to know when I'm dropping the next episode of the podcast, check it out on Twitter, and I'll see you all next week.